Welcome to the DJ Insider Podcast, sponsored by Amplified Events. It's the only podcast where we break down insider information from our weddings, experiences, and advice from over 15 years in the wedding industry. We're your hosts. I'm Mike Kane, owner of Amplified Events. And I'm Chris Zart, general manager of Amplified Events. Let's get into it. Well, we're back. We are back. DJ Insider Podcast. Coming to the end of the wedding season. It is winding down and we're gearing up for corporate. Yes. I only got one more wedding left and then I got a bunch of Christmas parties and I'm <laughs> yes. super, super excited for it, So Yeah. And then engagement season. So it's going to be bookings and bridal yep. shows and all that good stuff. Uh, you had wedding or weddings? Two. Yeah, two. Uh, it was um, Saturday, Sunday weddings. Yeah. Where were you at? Saturday? Where were you at? Sunday? Oh, no, no, sorry. Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Friday. I, I'm confused about that because my Saturday morning actually ended at like 9.30. So that's like usually oh my what happens on the Sunday. It's also off. Eastern time. So I was home before 10. Oh, fantastic. It was amazing. I was really happy. But completely different weddings. Totally different vibes. Friday, um, we were at the Allure. Uh, Saturday, we were at Swan Lake. And then at the Allure... I, I'm, I can't get into too much detail, but it just, it got sloppy. It was great. <laughs> a lot People, of drinking. A lot of drinking. And it, it like really um, blows my mind that I, I think it's something that weddings does more than, than any other event or party that when, when a wedding's going on and guests are there, um, this doesn't happen every wedding, but people just forget that rules exist. Yeah. Yeah. That, that there's anything. It's that Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yeah. I can take my shirt off. I can vomit. I can dance. I can go crazy. And you can you can do a lot of that. I can punch cops. Still limits. Yeah, yeah right. They, <laughs> it's like laws still exist. Who are you to tell me what to do? You're you're in the venue's house. You know, it's like there's there's only so much you you, you can do. Yeah, they don't realize with. the rule. That's not actually the, the reality in their head is not actually reality in real life. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that for a lot of people, it's um, a wedding, man. Well, yeah, and the, the age that people get married, are, it's usually I feel like kind of around my age, like twenty six to thirty. Um, it's been a few years that you've been out of college. You have not had that crazy party experience yet. You're back with all the same people again that you would party with when you were younger. So there's that natural energy, right? Your youthful energy is like being like tickled. Yes. Like, you can do it. You can party. Yep. And I thought the weddings that, you know, invite a lot of friends to that can happen more, but yeah, it's like people that don't know the limits too much or they just want to go. It's like, boom, they're off and it, it's happening. Um, Nobody remembers all that embarrassing stuff from years ago. Right. It's time to dance. Yes. Yeah. But that was Friday. Saturday, totally different. It was just like a really sweet crowd. Um, more so like I think kind of on the family side. Um, they didn't want to go too late into the night. Um, we had like a full dance for the whole time. It was just like super nice, very chill. I, I kind of needed the break after yeah, my, yeah. my social exhaustion from Friday. And it was just like... Uh, I still had a good time at both weddings, but it yes. was just like, I kind of needed that one to just chill out to going into the weekend, going into Sunday. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just so wild of like completely black and white different weddings. But it was a fun time. But were you working over the weekend too? Or? I just had one on Saturday. Okay. Uh, we were at County line in North barn, nice. beautiful ceremony and then reception to follow. Uh, it was fantastic. Working with Ashley and then Tyler and I just did his wedding the previous weekend. Yeah. So I was like, what's up? Uh, so he was kind of filling in and helping out over there. Uh, and so, um, yeah, it was uh, pretty chill. It was about a 60-person wedding. Mm -hmm. I want to say a little bit less than 60. But working with fabulous Shane Clemenson again. Uh, oh, the nice. Second, and, and it Love was Shane. He was phenomenal, as always, just on it. He's editing. He, did, he does edits. Like, when he's sitting for dinner, he's, like, editing on an iPad and stuff. Like, he is just 
on it. Yeah. I want to have him on the podcast. And, uh, I'm surprised we haven't had him. I, 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 I want it, but he's just so professional. He's just kind of like, you know, whatever. I'd love to do it, but whatever. You know, right, right. Like, but we'll have to have him on. But anyways, uh, it was great. It was phenomenal. Um, really chill. A super sweet couple and kind of their friends and family. And so, you know, not a lot of people. And so we just kind of played requests and played stuff that got him dancing. And we ended maybe an hour early. Uh, but it was a really nice, sweet night, and we just kind of played, played to the crowd, just played, played what they wanted, and just did our best with that. But yeah. it was really fun. Um, I'm glad we threw in. We did some last minute. We threw in like lighting and uplighting to just make it look pretty and fun. Nice. I'm really glad we did that because that really added to me to the atmosphere, helped the photos and stuff look good, mm-hmm. and uh, it was great. It was just chill, just a smaller crowd, but super fun, sweet couple. So nothing it wasn't a rager, but it didn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was Saturday for me. It was you know like I I had harder dance floors, but that's not what always makes a good wedding. Yeah. Like it was just overall a good wedding day, and for me it was also emotional. So I, I can get back to that. I don't want to cut you off about yours. No. But um, you mentioned Shane. I I really I, I feel terrible not remembering the photography company um we worked with. I really want to have this guy on. It'll come back to me. We'll, we'll mention that on a later podcast. But he was also editing during the wedding. We had a slideshow that we played for um the bride's father passed away years ago, so they wanted to have something to honor him. So we played the slideshow. It was very emotional. It was really great. Um, super beautiful, like right before going into dinner. During dinner, he was editing all of their pre-ceremony, bride getting ready photos, ceremony, and then he plugged his computer to that slideshow, and they had this giant projector on the other side of the room and threw that on right right wow. at the end of dinner. So the rest of the night, the bride and groom like looked over, and they saw all of their photos during their ceremony, just everything edited, fully ready to go. That's next level. It was awesome. Like I, I immediately like went up to him. I, I had to tell him right away. I, I was just like, I think I know him. I think he tagged us in some stuff. It's killing me right now. I'm I'll pull him up because yeah. I, I, I think I know that guy. I got to give a shout out because that was that was really amazing to like. Wes Jordan. Yes, Wes. Wesley. Yeah. yeah. He was there with his wife. Um, she's second shoots with him. He, I, I think they've been in the business for like around like 13, 14 years. He said, I always love working with him. I've been working with him for years, and I, I immediately told him, I'm like, if I were to hire you if this was my wedding that's an that's an immediate five-star review yeah like that's that would have done it for that's me. going above and beyond really yes just being a true professional of your craft and just doing extra he was like tagging us they had so many like video, internet videos and stuff he was tagging us in and they were awesome like just like kind of behind the scenes stuff but also yeah. like party stuff and ceremony stuff, whatever they had a little bit of everything right and uh it's so funny so many bridal shows we've done he's always been kind of catty corner to us like, that is true. Yeah. They always have a really yeah. impressive sh- uh, setup for the bridal show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know that guy. And so, of course, I do. Yeah, it's Wesley. That's that's awesome. So, yeah, we should definitely have him on. I think he'd be great. But I just, things like that, just as vendors, like, that cost him nothing to do. Just a little bit of time. Yeah, a little extra I really effort. Like, he just spent, he finished his food quick, and then he just had that downtime before anything was going on. And, like, that was just. Turned it into a really cool, memorable yes. moment, experience, added to the experience at the wedding. Right. I've had a few of those do that. I've had a video guy do that, too. Where he shot the pre-ceremony, like sometimes they'll they'll do shoots of like the couples and they'll do different things. Yeah, and they shoot the ceremony and then same guy, same thing. A guy shot uh, a thing, like a little footage, and then he's like he hyped it up on the mic, and then he had me play a song. This wasn't this was a wedding I did last year, mm-hmm. and then he had a projector and he just projected it like on the wall, the ceiling kind of thing. Just a little like short edit. He brought his own stuff and just had me play the song, and we just. That's cool. He was just, I mean, during cocktail dinner, he was just, you know, right. editing away. 
And he's like, all right, it's ready. That's hard for video too. I mean, like it was impressive. Like I, I saw like he was working quick to, to do to do photos, but like I just I personally edited video, and that's yeah. like that's tricky to do. <laughs> that was uh, Windy City Productions, and uh, I was talking to Joe about this. We did a bridal show on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, but what was so impressive about it was after the wedding. I mean, this is like a month later. They then prepared. They of course did edits. They did photo <laughs> and video for like the couple. But then they did little custom video and photo edits and organization of for each vendor. So like if you're decor floral, here's all the photos or video of it. And they, they like, this is the one you can download. Here's how you tag us. Wow. Basically creating a promotional video yeah. for floral. Here's if you're um, the venue, here's yours. Um, if you were the officiant or ceremony, whatever. And then they had one for DJ and they mm. literally did like a 30 second promotional video, but it was shot f- at the wedding, yeah. actual footage for me, DJing my setup, our lighting, everybody dancing, having fun. Uh, and they put it to music and did some cool edits and stuff. Now I put it on our, our, our social media a few months ago. That's like, awesome. Cause it was, it, it was phenomenal. That's that's how you get your name out there. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's a value added thing I never even was expecting. Yes. So, anyway, making yourself look good, like working with other vendors, and like, and yeah, then yeah, that's just immediate like promotion for everybody. That's that's great. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for a lot of these corporate parties. Like we've talked about kind of we're in like our peak performance mode right now of just like we're in gear like things are so smooth every wedding's just been awesome um there's so much less stress involved in these parties and we can just like have a good party it's yeah it's very chill and so that, that's why i'm so excited to do that <laughs> but yeah I, I think it's gonna be really good we just booked two more so i, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season uh, kind of how it all worked out we did a bridal show uh, at Sandy Pines on Sunday. They invited us out. It's kind of a boutique thing where they just kind of invited their current kind of client list mm-hmm. out. And uh, it was fun kind of networking, interacting with other vendors and chilling, you know, just hanging out with everybody. Really fun. Nice. Uh, enjoyable day. Beautiful. Just gorgeous. I was about to say, like, you just got away with good weather. I thought that was like the last day <laughs> that you could. Last one. We got it. Um, anything like... Um, Music-wise or memorable moments from either of those weddings that you're like, this was the song of the night or the moment or this was really fun? On the, on the Friday wedding, there was a lot of like, um, I the, the thing that, that was a little frustrating for me was I felt like there was a lot of music that like bride, groom, a few bridal party members were like really into. Like the bride, she was there from the start of the dance floor to the absolute very end. Mm. And she was going to every song and... Um, I think because of like a lot of family leaving and because of a lot of drinking ha- happening, like the, or the last hour, we really did not have much of a dance floor. Sure. And it just kind of faded away. And I felt really bad that that was the case, but that's just how things go. Sometimes. People are tired, you know? Um, but there was a lot of music that, I mean, they were really into like a lot of trap and like rap and stuff like that. So I, I could play some, some harder. So rap they were going hard. Fun. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there was times where like, I, it was just as swell. I'd have, you know, a lot of people out there and then I'd, you know, go into something else that they, then she was partying hard or the groom came out and he was like, you know, just <laughs> singing these like pop punk songs, like Hollywood and dead, things like that. Um, but some of the guests were just kind of like, I don't really know what this, but they were still there. They like, they stuck around for like support, but they, they didn't really know exactly what was happening. Um, That's my grandson. I, yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of um, those 
moments of um just I'm like I really feel like you know this song is not on their list, but I know it's gonna go out, and then as soon as I I hit it, like the breath was like, oh. like you know, I, and I, that happened so many times throughout the night, and then but just that last hour, it just killed me that we just kind of like things were just fading away, and then we finished off, you know, we did the last song, and then she came up to me and she's like, I just want you to know, like I really appreciate you, like I saw what you're doing, like, thank you. So like I. You know, I, I, for out of anything, yeah. Like she had like a fantastic time. It's um, a good sign when you didn't quit, they quit. Right. You just you just party. I kept time. trying. They're exhausted. I kept trying. Yep. They drank and danced themselves to sleep. Because yeah. I know, I think during this wedding, they kept bar open during dinner too. I mean, like oh, once, yeah. as soon as we got to dance floor, <laughs> uh, I could tell like people were pretty sauced. Like that's yeah. that's just how it went. But uh, which brings up an interesting. Sorry, I don't want to cut you no, off. No, no, no. That, that was pretty much it. Uh, my wife and I were talking about green flags, red flags. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fun to explore that on the customer side of things. Okay, like like in a in a DJ is what like no no no, no. As a DJ, okay, when you have a customer reach out, what is something they do or say that's a red flag? Like I don't want to work with this person, mm. or this is going to be an issue that's going to come up at the wedding involved in my work with them, or a green flag, the opposite of that. Uh, and we can even get into like other vendors too, if you want. Like, what's a green flag, red flag from venues or from a planner or from a video or photo? What are your biggest kind of like? That's a great question. And so, to me, yeah, I'll have a couple. I'll have a couple, and we I'm, can. I'm gonna get marinate. Yeah. I have some ideas. Yeah. So when I show up to ceremony, and the bridal party is trashed, I mean they're obliterated, drunk, and it's two o'clock in the afternoon. That means they were drinking since this morning, and they've not had a lot to eat. Um, and it's going to be a long night. Yeah. Because it's hard to get them lined up for the ceremony or get them mic'd up or whatever because they're barely standing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a red flag. Like, that's going to be a sloppy night. There might be a fight breakout, which, by the way, I forgot to mention on, on Saturday. We were at the North Farm. Mm-hmm. South Farm. We are like, last song, guys. Thanks so much, you know. And we were ending about an hour early because the couple was like, we want to go home. There's, you know, you guys were great, but they just want to go home. It's a small party. Right. No problem. We're playing the last song and nine cop cars come with their lights blaring to the south end because there was a fight. Dang. And it was like more than one fight. It was like a big. A brawl. I guess so. And we were joking. They're like, oh, somebody has an unpaid parking ticket or, you know, somebody's got a headlight out. And that's why we need nine cops, you know, because they're. Right. <laughs> they're bored. And they're off to you. <laughs> that's just a region joke, you know. But yeah. uh, <laughs> so yeah, we talked Jeez. to the manager later, and he's like, "Yeah, it was crazy. It was wild. It was so thankful for the police to come out and stuff, but it was wild." But um, yeah, they got a little rowdy on that end, and I wonder if they were drunk at the ceremony. Uh, red flag. Uh, another one. I uh, we talked about this on the last uh, podcast uh, with Nate was that uh, when somebody in their inquiry immediately starts making demands. I haven't met them or talked to them. I don't know them, but they're like, my budget is 800 bucks and I want like top notch quality. Music is so important to us. You know, I, I want all of your services. I want your top package for 800 bucks. You know, like they're immediately demanding and setting the price point that they're willing to pay mm-hmm. and their expectations are very high for the amount of work I'm going to do right. for that amount of money. That's a red flag for me as a vendor. I'm like, that's. They haven't really researched me. They don't really know. They haven't even sent them my pricing. Yeah. They've already decided what I'm worth in their mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no negotiation. And then there's like, there's still a high expectation of quality and right. outcome. But they, there's a low expectation on their end that they're going to pay. Right. 
Can't and, they, and they think it's perfectly fine to talk to a stranger that way. Mm-hmm. Right? That's part of why I'm like, whoa, that's a red flag. Yeah. Green flag are when people reach out and they look at the pricing and they're like, it's a little out of our budget, but we, we love your work. We'd love to have you. We want you. Like, this yeah. is, is there anything you could do to work with us? You know, we understand if you can't go the full time or if you, you know, yeah. you have to cut services or whatever, but we just, we think you're worth it. We want you. We just can't afford it. Right. That's a, that's a green flag. That's who I want to work with mm-hmm. versus like, no, you pay, I'm doing 500 bucks and you're doing it right now the way I want, you know? Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I was going to kind of, I had a, yeah, yeah. a similar thought and like I, people that don't do the research at all. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we have a pretty extensive website. It covers our, you know, what we're about. The, the type of work we do, the type of DJs we are, the type of people we are. Yeah. Um, and we send over all of our pricing information pretty detailed. And then from there, we can go into more detail if we want. Yeah. But, you know, I've had calls where I get on the phone and people have looked at nothing that Who are at you again? That Who I are you? Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I do understand. Sometimes people are overwhelmed. They're doing sure. all their vendor meetings at once. It all kind of blurs together. That, that happens. But, you know, it's like I... I'm taking the time on my day to talk to you. Just please do your research. Just just read a few of the things I sent your way. And be organized. Have some questions. Have you know be right. ready to have a, a conversation about a sales conversation about right. our services. And then yeah, covering things that we don't even offer. I'm just like, hey, you guys do fog machines, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you've read all the stuff I've sent you, you can see that we do not do fog machines. Yeah, you guys yeah. do pyrotechnics, big sparklers. Nope, that's not us. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big one. Um, do you have more? No, that's I mean, that's, yeah. that's that's a good example of. Not doing the research, scheduling a sales meeting, and then not being prepared for that meeting. Not showing up to that meeting. Um, that's always a big thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some, sometimes just being unrealistic about things like timeline or music or, you know, you're, you, to me, you should have the wedding you want to have. Absolutely. Yes. You're paying. You're getting married. You should not be shy about telling your vendors what's important to you. What are your priorities? Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't back down from that if it's really important to you. But you should also hear what the vendor has to say and ideally trust them or work with them or collaborate with them. You know, people, we talk about, oh, dollar dance. I don't, I don't like dollar dance or whatever. There's certain things I don't like because I, I don't see the value in it um, given the way it's usually done at most weddings. Yeah. And there's ways to make it better. But, you know, when people are just like, no, we're doing it. We're, we're not half. We're going to do it our way. It's fine. We'll do it. Uh, same with like music requests. Sometimes people are like, you know, we like bluegrass music. We just want bluegrass at our wedding. I was like, well, you might not have a lot of dancing. And they're like, no, no, we want a full floor all night and bluegrass music. It's like, well, do your guests like bluegrass? Right. I, I think I've had a lot. Have you of thought that this through? You of, know, of um, and I've had people ask me. You know, and we're kind of talking. I'm like, well, uh, what would you say? I, for us, you know, we've done a lot of different weddings. We've had weddings where dance floors are not really a priority. We're there to kind of have the organization do all the big stuff, your first dance. Once we get to dance floor, we're doing more so background music. I've done weddings like that before. I've had sure. ones that are absolute ragers. I've had people that have mentioned, you know, like, oh, um, you know, I, a lot of people in our group, they don't really dance too much, but we want a really full dance floor. So what can you do yeah. to get them out there? I'm like, I can't make someone do something they don't want to do. So it's like, <laughs> I'm, you know. I understand everyone wants that party element, but you have to be realistic with the guest you're inviting, but yeah, exactly what you're saying. Of um, you can't just have everything. You can't just yeah. say like, I want this genre exactly, and it's gonna be a good party. Like, yeah, we're we want to make you guys happy, the couple happy, but we also need to make a 
party happened too for all the guests. So it's like having that balance is a lot of our job. But uh, yeah, it's very tricky. Another red flag for me is somebody who is outside what you typically see, outside the spectrum of like being um, difficult to please. I'm not talking about they want to meet once or twice and they have very specific things they want. That's very normal, actually. That's normal. It's when they want to meet nine or ten times. And they want to meet nine or ten times for two or three hours. Um, and they want me to meet with this other vendor for an hour. And they want me with this. Other, they, they are so controlling of the, every minute of the day and of the timeline. And they have given me the exact song order of all. Like start with this song, then this song, then this yeah. song. And then at this song, we don't like after the three minute mark. So cut out of that. And then make sure you dedicate this next one. It's my mom's birthday. And make sure you do a happy birthday and make sure people sing and they get out there. There becomes a point where it's like, you're not paying me enough for this level of care and consideration. Right. You're making me work harder than most 98, 99% of my customers. And I'm happy to do that still. I'm a people pleaser. I'll Mm -hmm. do whatever. I'm in the right field. Right. But I I get the sense after the ninth or 10th meeting that, you're going to be difficult to please the day of, and you're not going to be happy with the outcome no matter what happens. Right. Hence the level of obsession of control about it, mm-hmm. where they can't relax and calm down. Now, I'm telling you, that's a very small percentage of the people we interact with. It's an outlier. It's very, most people, yeah, they have things, they're stressed. Of course they're stressed. It's a wedding. And we'll work with them. And then the day of, they're calm, they're chill, and they make the best of it, and they just enjoy the day. That's most of what we do. And so it's okay to want what you want. It's okay to speak up about that. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, um, there's a few people in my entire career that I've worked with that where there was nothing I could do that was right. There's nothing I could do that was good enough. These are the people that complain that you didn't put enough fries in the drive-thru and you're, you know, and they go in and throw the fries at the McDonald's employee, you know, and just ruin everybody's day because something little went wrong. Some people are just never going to be happy and it's, yeah, they got to have all that control. And I really, there's only like one wedding I can think of that it was really like that. I feel like I've had more Grimzillas than Bridezillas too. That's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. People always talk about like, oh, you're going to be a Bridezilla. I'm like, I really, most brides are so chill. Like yeah. I've had some grooms though that are pretty intense people. Very, yes. There was one guy, this was years ago. This was like probably the first, maybe second year I was DJing. Um, but I was, I was doing pretty well that year, I, I, I remember, like, I took off pretty quick. I got into it really quick. And this guy I was speaking with every meeting, he, like, insisted we have to have a video call. The call was an hour and a half long. Most of my meetings are usually, like, 30 minutes. Sometimes, you know, sometimes 40. But, like, it was, like, hour and a half to two hours. It was really long. And, yeah, what you were saying, exact list. Follow this order. He was so precise. I mean, because for him, it was, like, if... Even if people are dancing, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, his, I think in his mind, he's, like, if I don't do this then I don't know what I'm doing and I'm going to fail. Mm. And that's what it felt like. And then I, I got there day of and day of, he was very controlled. He kept coming up to me. He, and we were, you know, I just made an announcement for lining up for introductions. Gonna Are you going to do? Yeah. Just like kept going. I was like, Oh Ten man, announcements, please. this is, and this is also before, you know, like now that I'm booking, I, I, if I got this client on the phone and I knew this from day one, I would have never booked him. Yeah. You know what I mean? This was whatever, but uh, I, I got going. And then once we got to dance floor, I was mixing and um, I think he kind of gave me like a loose order of like, sure. the, but not like too, totally strict. And I was mixing. I had these really good mixes. I was throwing in songs that he did not, not expect. And then he came up to me and he was like, 
wow, he's like, you really know what you're doing. He's like, I, uh, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to back off. Now. You humbled, you humbled yeah. him. And then the rest of the night he was great. He had a fantastic time. He chilled out, but I think for him, he had a lot of like pressure from his parents or something. It's a big day. Um, There's a lot of stress. It's, yeah. it's forgivable, especially if the day of they cool, they chill and they actually enjoy it. And then they, yes. oh, oh okay. that was great though. Cause I was like, I was just, that was making the, the day drag on. And I was like, this is gonna be the rest of the night. It's just being micromanaged. Yeah. But once he let it go, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then kind of like, this is a combined green red flag, but I would say, uh, I can see how organized someone is or unorganized <laughs> from like the first call. Like right? <laughs> when I talk to people and I compliment them, I let them know if we are a year or more out and then they're like, I have venue photographer, florist, got pretty much everything booked. You're like my last call. Um, and yeah. they, they have all their questions ready to go. Uh, you know, everything's super detailed. Yeah. I, I let them know like, Hey, if we're a year out and you have all of this done and you're this detailed and it's like great and you're prepared, this is going to be fantastic. Yes. Like I know that when I send you, um, the app so you can play your music, you're going to get that done. I'm Fill not going to be out. waiting last second. All the songs are done. The timeline's done. Cause, and that's something we've dealt with a lot and can be really stressful, stressful is, and we have this app we plan our music through. Um, the general rule, which has gotten a little loose because sometimes it's like there's nothing you can do, is it locks out 48 hours before yeah. the event. So for us, we are usually working multiple weddings during the weekend. Mm. We cannot have song changes happen the morning of the wedding because we made our playlist ahead of time. Um, and that's what's what's happened. If a mistake happens after that, sure. it's not really on us anymore, but it looks like it's us, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I've had plenty of couples, especially this summer, that... Oh, we have to change all, all this. Can you please unlock the app? And I'm like, I can't say no. I'm sorry. Of like, course, of yeah, course, we, yeah. Of course, we have to change it. But then, you know, all of the information I had ready to go, I go into that day and I'm like, is any of this right? Yeah. Is this the right thing? And then I have not had anything happen this year, at least. But I'm just waiting for you know a first dance that, you know, an hour before they they decided to change it, and I was not made aware or whatever, <laughs> or the list of the bridal party members changes. What we know that's. Uh, but yeah, organization, and that goes both ways. Like really organized couples from the get-go, that's like an instant green flag. Sure. I, I know they're going to be easy to work with. The other way around, it's like, I'm still going to work with you. Yeah, organized, but... organized is different than person who's difficult to please. Right. Yeah, I, I want to say like... Organized, organized are planners. Yes. They're, they, they are planning for this. Not controlling. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, difficult to please is somebody who doesn't trust anybody with any details of their day. I've had people come up every song, this song next, this song next, this song next. Um, or where the meeting with the couple went great, mm -hmm. but then the father of the bride comes up and he's literally DJing. He's just telling me the next song and the next song. And he's just literally in my ear all night. Yeah. And I don't know what any one of our listeners do for a living, but can you imagine somebody who doesn't do what you do in your ear telling you how to do your job just constantly yeah. the entire night? It's not a fun way to work. And if I'd known that was going to happen, I would have not done the wedding because mm -hmm. that's not what I do. It's not how I like to work. And nobody wants them. Imagine you're at home mowing your grass and they're like, you missed a spot. How about this? Uh, maybe you do a different pattern. Do it. You know, and they're constantly on you. That's no fun. That's, that's no fun for anybody. Job. As an entertainer, it's like it's impossible to please everyone. There's someone who's going to be like that. But you people know, who like, want that control over the party yeah. is what I'm talking about. And it's a. It's a different level than, than somebody who's choosy, somebody who's particular, somebody who's organized or detailed. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it's a sickening level of control that the people need. Yeah. And it's beyond what is normal or customary. 
Mm-hmm. It is, and I don't like using the word normal because, but no one is normal. Normal is a setting on a dryer, right? Right. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so they're on the normal load. Uh, yeah, there is no normal. It's just like a range of what is a typical behavior as we see. Yeah. And this is an outlier. It's on the high end. You also have those outliers on the low end, which is kind of, they have no planning. They don't care at all. They're not interested. I'm like, why did you even have a wedding? Why are you even having a DJ? Right. We don't even like music. <laughs> We don't like electricity, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> all right, we'll see how that's going to work. Um, it, it's a different thing. And yeah, when people get so intense, so early on in the process, it, it gives me a hint of, or when people get offended about things that have really no, um, there's no moral thing about it. This is our pricing. It's not good or bad pricing. It's just what we charge for the service we provide and the outcome we can guarantee. Some people get personally offended at what we're charging. And I've had a few mm-hmm. interactions with fathers, with couples, brides, where it's just like, how can you justify charging this? And I go, by the way, I understand what people are charging the area. And I know what other DJs and the kind of work they do and the quality of work. There's DJs who are more priced than me, who are not better DJs than me. Right. There's DJs who are... Um, higher priced than me who are way better DJs than me. And there's DJs who are lower priced, who are terrible and mm-hmm. you should not trust your wedding with them. But I'm not, I'm going to leave that to the couple to decide the best fit for their needs. This is what I do. This yeah. is what I charge for the outcome I can provide and it can guarantee the quality. Mm-hmm. This is what I feel is fair given all the factors, the amount of work, this wedding, these venues take. Yes. And that I know I can guarantee the quality. This is the price that I want to be paid for that level of skill and experience I've acquired. But there's people who are like, take it personally and attack against them. And they want to argue. But more than that, they're not even trying to get me to be a lower price. They're trying to get me to be apologetic. For the price that you're charging. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the most insulting thing ever. And we know, we know weddings are expensive, but it's, it's just what our culture has done is it's created this, it's a really important day yes. for a lot of people. So it's, we, I mean, I charge less for a 16 year old birthday party. Absolutely. Right. But that's less work and there's less writing on that day. Yes. But there are 16 year old birthday parties that book big budget weddings. Remember that sweet 16 show on MTV? Yes. Those DJs were being paid five figures, maybe I, six figures, some I of catered, them. When I was working in catering, I catered a, a 16th birthday, and they, they booked us for like five grand yeah. for dinner. Yeah. So some people will shell it out because anything for their daughter or their son, for, and they want it to be an epic event on the level of a wedding. Right? right. That's why it's so expensive. This is a big day. It's a big celebration. Spare no expense. And we want it to be amazing. Yes. And so we're not going to cheap out on that. And everybody knows that. That's the industry. That's how it works. But there's also a high expectation of quality and delivering an outcome. You're going to show up to your party at your wedding and have a terrible time. DJ's not going to show up or they're going to show up late or they're not going to do announcements or help you with your timeline. They're not going to mix music and throw a good dance floor. They're not going to listen to your requests and play the music you want. There's a price point for everything. And there's a reason because some people, they're just out to make a quick buck. And some people really want to do a good job. Right. And uh, some people, you know, it may be neither of those, but you just don't vibe with them. You don't connect with them. You, you, don't, you don't really want what they're offering. You don't like their brand, yeah. the story that, that they're telling about what they do, you know, who they are and what they value, what their values are. That may not connect with you. And you may want giant TVs and sparklers and explosions and 
everything at your wedding and, and you should have to pay for that. Yeah. You know, so. I did think of another one. Yeah, yeah. I, I found like, um, and this can be from like the first phone call, I, I notice it, but the dynamic in a couple's relationship over the phone call. So when I can tell that they're a team, they're working together yes. and I'm talking and then they're like, we're kind of ripping, <laughs> we're joking, like whatever. We're bounce off it's each a other. good balance and I can tell they are legitimately in love with each other that I know it's going to be a good wedding. There are okay. times though where I've talked and like, um, and I'm not saying it can go both ways, but I'm just saying like the groom is like talking over his fiance yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole call. Yes. And I'm just like, like I don't, like I know you guys are getting married, but like, should you be? <laughs> no, just yeah, or vice versa. Seriously, you know, yeah. it's, you it, can it's tell they're both ways. Yeah, they're and, or like I've had ones where I sit down and they clearly were were in a fight or currently in a fight, and I right. sit down to meet with them to talk about wedding details, and they're just like little comments and little because yeah, the wedding planning can get stressful and they, it can come out <laughs> at each other. I mean, I you know I I planned a wedding a, a year ago. I I know how it is, especially when we got closer to the day. It wasn't even we didn't really get angry at each other. We just both got like. A little sad, <laughs> just like yeah. so overwhelmed by everything that it was just like we felt like we couldn't do anything until it happened, and we had a great time on the wedding day. Obviously, it is but super stressful, but hopefully, yeah. there's that release where you can just we planned it, it's happening, and we're just going to enjoy it. And then going, you know, back to like the just you know trusting your vendors, not being controlling. I'm just so glad that I'm in this industry, um, and I think that you know even if I wasn't, I would still be this way. But sure. on, like on my wedding day, I just knew to trust my vendors. Yeah, because I. And I didn't even think about it. I literally, once the day began, I just thought about, you know, my wife and the people that were there. I did, I had no thought in my mind about it. I think I told, I know it was, it was Kyle, works for our car, DJ at uh, my wedding, but I, I told him like two or three songs that I, because I, I was bad about like giving him music or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which is <laughs> As hilarious. a DJ, which is so funny. But yeah, because uh, <laughs> I was just like, dude, your thing. Like, I, it's fine. I really should have put more time into it now, now looking at it, but uh yeah, I, I really just like tried to trust my vendors as much as I possibly could, and it resulted in me not being stressed at all <laughs> on my wedding day. So, yeah, I advise really just let go. Yeah, let go as much as you can. Trust but. and let go. The something you mentioned earlier, and I think it, it bears repeating, is about last minute changes. Mm, yeah, we strive to be a company who are flexible, who want to work with you, and you get one shot. The day goes quickly. We want you to immerse yourself and enjoy that experience and anything that we can do to better that experience or anything we cannot do, we want to be doing that. Yeah. There's a caveat to that. The more last minute changes you make, the more likely things will go wrong. Yes. It adds stress on your vendors, but the last minute changes make it more likely that we will make a mistake. When I have a very clear plan, when it's very obvious and it's very simple, there's not a lot of moving parts. It's a typical timeline. There's just a few songs. They cut out a lot of the extra traditions and announcements. There's not 20 speeches with difficult names to pronounce, you know, lots of little custom edits or drops. I'm not doing an individual song for every intro. Right. There's lots of ways to make your wedding um, a lot more detailed and a lot more stressful and a lot more chances for things to go wrong. Load up the wrong song, um, you know, introduce the wrong person, say the wrong name. And if you, if we put together a complicated detailed plan and then it changes more at the last second, it makes it more likely. I've seen it more often than not that the more changes you make at the last second, the more likely something will get messed up mm -hmm. versus very clear plan, very simple plan. And we trust you. And then no last minute changes. 
that we're sticking to that plan. Right. And then the vendors kind of work it out amongst themselves with the venue. If it's food ready, oh, yeah, we're going to push food back 15 minutes. Okay, well, we'll start with speeches. And you let me know if that changes. And then I'll tell photo video. We're going to do intros right into cake, right into speeches. And then we'll serve dinner right after that's done. You know, a lot easier to just work together to make exactly what you want to happen. Yes. And then it happens. Versus like, well, after the first speech, we're going to pause. Then there's going to be salads. And then halfway through salads, we want to do another speech. And, and so you have like vendors running and everything. It's much more likely things will go wrong mm -hmm. the last minute changes. I want the changes. I want to know, especially if there's something really important. But I've had it where they changed the song and we're walking down the aisle and this is not the right song. It's like, well, when did you change it? Oh, last night. It's like, well, I prepped music two days ago. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I, I had one before that they gave me the list of the bridal party names that completely changed last night yeah. after I had it. And they had it set so like, Basically, it would be bridesmaids first, groomsmen second, right? So it was like Jennifer, Bob, yeah. Julie, Mike. And then it got to Maid of Honor, Best Man. And it was Jesse, Aaron. But they flipped those around. Yep. So I introduced into the speech Maid of Honor, Aaron, except she's like, no, my name's Jesse. Aaron's the best man. And she was, and then she was like upset yeah. with me. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, show, I showed her the list. I'm like, do you see everyone's on this side see what happened totally flipped around yeah. for you guys yeah. because i got it last time i made an honest mistake and i'm a human being yeah. after i showed her she was like that's yeah, yeah. that makes complete sense why because it literally said like maid of honor other name for the best man right um yeah that killed me and i as soon as and i was like i and then she just the look i got and i yeah. just walked up to her and she's like my name's this i'm like oh uh, no oh no but yeah once i explained she was like that she's like you're fine like that makes total sense but mistakes happen where human is how you adapt and, and do you own it? Do you work through it? That's right. what really matters. Nobody's hiring our company because we're perfect. Mm -hmm. We're not. And in fact, we've made mistakes, but we try to own them. We try to work with people when right. we do and, and take ownership of what that costs them and try to make it special or better or do what we can. But it does happen. Mm -hmm. um, but I find that, yeah, it's always the last minute thing that increases the likelihood that I'll make. I had... Awesome couple, lovely couple, rager, fun wedding. Um, the mother of the groom's name is very difficult to pronounce. Um, and uh, it was not what you typically, if you see it written, it's not what, how you would pronounce it. And I had it. I practiced it. I wrote it phonetically. I'm somebody, I agonize. I lose sleep over pronouncing people's names incorrectly. I really care. Before you're just kind of like, like yes, it and, over I, and over I, I, I go through yeah. it a couple. Then I go through it again. Then I practice it more. Then the whole day of the wedding, I'm running. I'm saying it out loud to myself, and I have it written down. And they had a lot of last minute changes. We're going to include. We're going to introduce the flower girls, and there's five of them. And so I was writing pen, and then actually that's going to put parents. We're going to move parents where they normally would be. They're going to be behind. And so I had to write out that mother of the groom's name in pen, and it was like I turned an A to a C or something. It was something weird, so I mispronounced the name and this is I think she gets her name mispronounced all the time mm -hmm. and so that was the biggest mistake I possibly that was the only mistake I made that day mm -hmm. they had a thing where that was like perfectly timing when the bride came around the corner with her dad so she could be walking she had to walk like a hundred feet and then she's at the point where she's walking down the aisle and I had it perfectly timed and it was perfect everything was a beautiful day a beautiful and a rager dance party everything worked but that. So then I went, I apologized. And then when I introduced the mother Sundance, then I got the name right. Mm -hmm. But I'll never live that down. 
they and still the they wrote me a review. They were happy. They tipped us. But yeah, no, exactly. I, I agonize over that because it was such a simple thing to get right. But right. the reason I got it wrong was not because of me only. Mm-hmm. It was partly due to having to change the order and having to write out the names in pen, and I couldn't read my phonetic spelling correctly of the name. Right, and I said it wrong. That'll haunt me forever. Yeah. And I think it was kind of a big deal. I don't think the groom liked it, and I don't think the groom's mom liked it. It was kind of a big thing. Yeah. And I I think they were displeased, even though they didn't say it. They were too kind. And Just haunts you, man. If, there, if we didn't have the ring bears and flower girls that lined up, they said, right. they said no originally, and then you changed your mind. Gets you sidetracked. Now we're introducing the ushers. You said you weren't going to introduce them, and because of that last-minute thing, yeah. that's what th- it threw me off. And... Uh, that's what threw off the whole thing. At the end of the day, we're human, you know, yeah. and we, we do as much as we can to prepare, 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 study, study, study for these weddings, be ready to go. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, like those last minute changes. That's but the stuff just, I agonize about. Yeah. And it's so, so I, of course, I made up for it. I said the name right for the intros and the speeches. And, all, and then for, we threw a great dance party. Mm-hmm. So I just tried to make up for it at best I could. So. But that's how it goes. There's just little things like that, you know, that are yeah. like, ah. What are you going to do, you know? Nothing you can. Just hope that best <laughs> there's not last-minute changes. Best laid plans and adjustments. But, yeah, if you're planning a wedding, it's best to just not tinker. Mm-hmm. You can over-tinker where it causes problems. Right. Um, <laughs> it's almost like you get a little cut, and then you pick at it, and you pick at it, and you yeah. pick at it. Versus if you just let it heal, it's it'll be that bad. Yeah. Now I'm bleeding out. Yeah. <laughs> Now I have a significant scarring. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. Um, yeah, I don't have too much else. No. Anything, this good, since this is Thanksgiving week, mm. anything you're truly grateful for about our industry, about our vendors, about anything? Oh, I, you know, I would say just a lot of the venues that we're, we're close with in the area and, and so many vendors. I mean, I, I've had people asking me, I literally had a couple that was like, um, oh, no, it's a family member that was asking me, like, are you guys at like constantly in competition, like kind of hard headed with other DJs, other vendors. I'm like, no, like honestly, we're all here to work together, be on the same team. So no, I'm thankful for just other vendors, venue um, coordinators that just make our lives so much easier and just constantly kill all the time. Like that just, that really makes it, it's great working with like a constant A team where I know going in to work, like this is going to be a good time because yeah. I know the people around me, they trust me, I trust them, things like that. I'm really grateful to be able to do a job where I get to throw my passion Mm. and uh you know my level of expertise into it uh i'm grateful for the podcast where i can talk about that and share right. that and process that this is our therapy guys <sighs> and it's, it's working uh, <laughs> i finally got off my fear of flying <laughs> uh, i owe it all to this podcast no. um and yeah being able to highlight spotlight vendors other people who are also equally passionate about their work and I get to hear them and, and I get to showcase and, and brag about them and show, show what they're doing. I definitely am grateful for an environment of collaboration over competition, the team approach to weddings. Yes. We did that bridal show on Sunday. Our competition, who we've had on the podcast, Joe Christian, you could look at, he's another DJ. He's not our competition at all. I look up to him. He looks up to me. We collaborate. We get together, you know, regularly yeah. to talk weddings, to help each other out. We're always texting. If he's booked, he'll send us work. If I'm booked, he'll send me work. If he needs to borrow equipment, whatever. 
he's like, hey, are you going to that bridal show? I go, I am. He's like, let me pick you up. I go, yes. We drove together to a bridal show to meet potential customers. Then our tables were right next to each other. And he got to talk to the brides first and I talked to him next. And we're having to differentiate our brands and try to, we're both going after the same. There was no competition at all. We're on our website, out. every like 10 inquiries, I see Arrested Sounds. Yes. Send, send us work. Yes. They're booked on that day. Like that's, that's really how it should be. It's and, a true friend, a true yeah. professional, and he's really good at what he does. He's got his own brand of how he does it. And if he's available, book him. Yeah. Absolutely. If you like what he's doing and you want him, book him. You know? People are not going to stop getting married. That's There's it. There's more than enough work to go There's around. way more. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so grateful for a friend like that. Mm -hmm. We were, and so we showed up and everyone's like, the DJs came together, which is DJs because it's an ego statistical thing. You know, we are notoriously, there's like this kind of stereotype that we are so competitive and egotistical and talking crap about other DJs all the time. But that's not been my experience. No. Most of the people I'm really close friends with, um, anybody I'm not, it's not because of, I don't want to be close friends with them. It's mm -hmm. just, we don't, we don't connect or whatever, or they haven't made an effort and I haven't, you know, we just haven't, I've checked. I try to be, I try to be friendly yeah. with everybody, you know, and professional hundred percent. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was so grateful for that, that it was like, we wrote together and we're riding home and he's talking to the bride first and then I got to talk to the bride and hopefully one of us books him, you know, right. we'll see what happens. That's cool. <laughs> you know, so just that kind of thing. Um, but of course I'm grateful for, for you and for our staff and. Yeah, same man. For my family I, and, and yeah, guys like I I've been doing this for like nine years now, I've been working for Mike since like the start. Like couldn't do it without you, dude. Like uh it's crazy how far we've come. Yeah. Like it was literally like first year and you're like, I'm having a baby. I don't know how many <laughs> weddings we're gonna get booked. I might get you like four and I'm like, let's do it. And then now it's you know, it's just crazy how far everything's come and where we're at now. So Well maybe I couldn't do it after you either. I'm just mind blowing. Well, guys, we're grateful for you for listening, for the opportunity to do this. And thank you so much for listening. We're going to keep dropping them. Um, yeah. Hopefully they're listenable and interesting. Right. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys. And have a happy Thanksgiving with your yeah. family and friends. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Uh, we'll see you on the dance floor. That too. <laughs> the next podcast and on the dance floor. See you guys. Take care.